Welcome back, everybody, your, to your creativity. I can't figure out the audio, so we're, we're winging it. So that's why on the video version, you'll see no headphones on me. So uh, that's a dorky intro, but we're, we're going to roll with it. We have the amazing uh, Delaney Fisher back on. Uh, the last time we had her on, it was all about dicks, but dicks no more, right, Delaney? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I had enough dick and I'm uh, moving on to something a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you get your pill, so to speak. Yeah. I, you know, I found what I needed with that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, you know, I've just, just kind of evolved organically into something else. But the dicks will always have a special place in my heart. That's for sure. That, that, that. <laughs> so, and tell us about what you uh, uh, transitioned to. And you were, were you still kind of doing um, this in the dick days? Yeah. So basically what happened uh, when I launched my, you know, my product-based business, which was called Dick Spy Delaney, where I, I painted uh, penis cartoons on coffee mugs. And then we kind of, uh, we transitioned into a digital product and I hired artists and we started putting digital cartoons out there and it was really fun. Um, basically what happened, uh, because I was able to leave my corporate day job to do this dick stuff full time, people started asking me, a lot of artists, a lot of entrepreneurs started asking me um, for help with their own businesses, their own passion projects, their own dream jobs. And I ended up um, consulting with a lot of people to help them basically you know, build their own dream career, um, which is kind of what I've done for myself now. So I started one-on-one -on -one consulting while I was building Dicks by Delaney and ended up really loving it. Um, so I decided to leave Dicks by Delaney recently and close that business so I could focus on the consulting business full time. So now it's a, you know, a pretty fleshed out program. Um, I work, I consult with podcasters, comedians, uh, small business owners and side hustlers. Um, those are my, those are my people. Um, and it's, it's just so much fun. I absolutely love doing it. And then I still do um, the podcast. I co-host the self-helpless podcast with two of my good friends, uh, Kelsey Cook and Taylor Tomlinson. So yeah, I went from, uh, you know, an entrepreneur, uh, <laughs> if, if you will, with the dick stuff. And now I'm a full-time uh, podcast host and consultant. So who knows what'll be next, honestly? I have no idea. Can you tell more <laughs> about the specifics of the, of the consultations and the course? Yeah, absolutely. So I work with people for a minimum of six months and I pretty much help them with everything, uh, branding, marketing, uh, all the business logistics. I do a lot of their copywriting. Um, I help them either build or grow um, or build and grow whatever business or project they're working on. So I work with a range of artists and business owners and um, yeah, I kind of just help them with literally everything. Uh, we also work very closely with a graphic artist and a finance professional. So when somebody consults with me, every aspect of their business or project is taken care of. You know, the creative side, the logistics, the finance, the, the design, 
Um, I also really love promoting my clients on my social media and the podcast. So I really like kind of sharing my platform with them to help them, you know, leverage their, their new business and get them some sales. Um, I also really like taking my clients on not only as, you know, acting as a consultant for them, but I kind of become a little like manager in a way too, where I often submit my clients for opportunities um, that I think they'd be a great fit for. So they've gotten, you know, speaking engagements and workshops and, and paid gigs and all that stuff um, just because I, I'm in a place where I'm able to do that. So why wouldn't I, you know? So yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. I also have a little private networking group for all my clients to connect and collaborate with each other and buy each other's stuff. Um, so that's really fun. But yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the signature program that I have right now. Sounds like I need you. Cause I, I do good in a, <laughs> a handful of areas, but some of them I'm just like, uh, like with my podcast, yeah. I, I, I get tons of views and comments and stuff, you know, like yeah. I, I hit my golden does and I'm like, okay, I did, I did something. Um, so That's yeah, great. I, once I can, I, I think I'll look into bringing you into the world of linen design and your creativity cool. podcast. Cause very yeah, cool. I, I'd love to. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about COVID cause that, kind of hit us all out of nowhere and shut everything down and California still shut down. You're, you're in LA still, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everything is very much shut down here. Um, you know, masks are required. Um, I think some like outdoor seating for restaurants are, you know, is still available and like those types of things. But other than that, yeah, you know, nothing's really open. Just a lot of uh, taking walks in my neighborhood and <laughs> playing with my dog and eating and watching Netflix at the moment. Um, but yeah, that, that was, um, obviously it's been a very strange time. It was very nerve wracking when, you know, kind of quarantine first hit basically. And, um, I was very concerned that I would have no more businesses. Basically, I was still doing Dick's by Delaney at the time, uh, you know, podcasting as well and consulting. And I just kind of seen, you know, I, I looked at what I did and I'm like, well, nothing I do is essential at all. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to move in with my parents or we're going to have to figure something out because I was really concerned that um, I wasn't, my businesses were not going to make it let alone, you know, thrive in, in this, in this season. So, um, I've been very surprised that not only did, you know, things continue to, to go steady, but my businesses actually grew in quarantine. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. I know a lot of people are not in the same position. So I'm really, um, focused on helping people who are also wanting to transition um, from whatever job they had or maybe got let go from and get them kind of fast-tracked uh, to, you know, building a service-based or product-based business right now, if that's something that they want. Um, so it's a very strange time. How have you been holding up in, in quarantine? Well, in, in Utah, where everything's kind of opened back up, but it's like limited seating. So like at the comedy club I, I work for, it's third capacity. Yeah. They can sell out, but it's only a third full. So that, that, okay. that's been rough for the club owner. And it, it took me a while to, to get me 
back up where he was able to, you know, pay me some money for the graphic design I do for him. So, and then the restaurants I was doing stuff for, they, they kind of switched to like pick up orders. So they didn't need stuff as often from me. So yeah, stuff considerably slowed down. I still kept my morning yeah. job at the college. So I had that money coming in, but when things opened back up, they basically trimmed the last two hours of our day off. So I actually took a pay cut mm. there. So oh, wow. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's struggling and uh, I might start Instacarting just to bridge that gap now that I'm kind of more comfortable with how clean the stores are and the, yeah. the heat has calmed down. Cause like July and August here, we were like a hundred all the time. So, oh really? Yeah, we've been, yeah. it's been really hot here too. It's been like 110 out here, which is, is relatively rare for us. We don't usually get that hot of, <laughs> that hot of weather. 110, I think it got up to like 113 lately. Very strange for, for LA. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's good. Like I, I, uh, oh man, I was a Lyft driver for a long time. I had so many different, um, so many different jobs and gigs and stuff, um, to supplement my income. So, um, it's, it's nice that those things are, you know, still an option, um, you know, and are in a lot of different areas. So that's, that's, I mean, that's a great idea during this period of time, you know, everybody's just gonna, they're doing what we gotta do. Now, now for me, the podcasting at, during uh, quarantine and COVID, I've actually had m a lot more opportunities. I'm releasing like every week now, practically. How has that affected nice. the dynamic of the podcast? And when's the last time the three of you saw each other? Yeah, good question. So when uh, when we when you know we first were you know quarantining, um, we decided to actually up the amount of of episodes we were doing. So we were actually releasing two episodes a week for a while, because we figured, oh my gosh, none of us are going to be busy. We're going to have a lot of time on our hands. Uh, we might as well you know uh, put more shows out there, put more episodes out there. So we found that we got pretty busy very quickly. Um, and even though, you know, my co-hosts are full-time stand-up comedians, uh, you know, shows weren't really happening, but they, you know, that led to other opportunities for them. They started doing a lot of Zoom shows and, and different things like that. Still had a lot of meetings about stuff. Um, so we found that we thought we were going to have a lot more free time in quarantine. And then we ended up being just as busy somehow. I don't know how that's yeah. possible. Um, so we're back to uh, one episode a week, but it's nice because um, it's forced us to record the podcast remotely um, because we were going into our studio every time we had to record the show. And so we've actually been able to do the show um, a lot. Um, basically, we've all been able to, oh, oh, Dylan, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did I just get booed. Oh, I don't know what just happened, but <laughs> I cannot see. Oh, there it goes. Oh my God, how weird. My Zoom is freaking out and you just like went off the screen. Anyway, oh, the joy of recording from home. Basically, we've all been able to be on pretty much every episode during quarantine. It was really hard with scheduling beforehand because, um, you know, we'd had to think about the studio schedule, our schedules, the guest schedules, all of us being able to meet in one place in person. And now recording remotely, um, it, it feels like we have a lot more options as far as time slots um, to record with each other. 
So it's actually been beneficial in that, that way. And luckily we all live relatively in the same area. So we um, can meet up for like social distancing walks and stuff quite a bit. So I feel like I recently saw both of them this past week, which is really nice. That's awesome. Um, I see Taylor's uh, tried to go out. Um, no, back up, back up. You guys got teased with an opening there because didn't California open up a little bit briefly? Yes. Yeah, they opened up restaurants and salons and spas and all kinds of stuff. And I feel like that was, was that for, I don't even remember, a couple months or something yeah. even. It felt like a significant amount of time, maybe maybe less, maybe more. Um, but yeah, everything closed right back up. So... Yeah. <laughs> That, that must have been I'm weird. Because we kind of opened yeah, back. I, <laughs> yeah, I figured I'll just, um, you know, I'll just keep hanging out indoors and, you know, taking walks and maybe uh, we're ordering food and stuff still. Um, but I just, yeah, I figured, well, if we're, if we closed again, I'm not going to really kind of push it with, with trying to go try to do too many things yeah. uh moment yeah uh sometimes being contained like that can uh, affect relationships uh, is your personal relationship are you both living in the at the same place yes we have a very tiny ass apartment in los angeles <laughs> <laughs> and with a one bedroom place um so my office is currently as you can see in our bedroom and then my fiance cam works downstairs at the kitchen table and that's his office so we're making it work i think for the first for the first week or the first few days of quarantine we both tried to work at the kitchen table together as like a little work study you know like cubicle buddy situation no did did not did not go well we had just too much shit everywhere and also just had w totally different meeting schedules and stuff like that. So I decided to finally get myself a desk and put it in my bedroom. And so this is it, baby. This is what you see. This is uh, it's my, uh, my bedroom, my office, my bathroom, my closet. It's all within two feet of me. Very, very tiny spot. But we're doing well. <laughs> we're doing well. Um, we live in like a townhouse, townhome, home kind of setup. So I'm upstairs, he's downstairs. So it still feels like I don't really get to see him or spend time with him until work is over for both of us. So it it still feels like we're kind of at our at our own offices all day. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it was a little bit of a of a transition phase. <laughs> Well, that's good you're able to distance that way. Um, I'm trying yes. to look questions. Um, I've covered everything, but one just popped in my head and then it left. Um, okay. Um, bonus question. Well, how are you? Oh, oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you can ask me questions. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, what's what about you? What's your what's your living situation like right now? Did and did it change? Um, you know, when the when the pandemic hit, um, didn't really change. My brother-in-law's been living with us, and he's been out of work um, most of the time that he's lived here the last year, so that didn't affect him too much. Mm -hmm. He did get jobs, and there were scares at those jobs, and one of them ended let letting him go. Um, and then my wife, it didn't affect her 
her work very much. Um, they did uh, split up the shifts. So after the crew was at a certain time, the other half was a certain time. So, but they still paid her for her full hours, even those were shortened shifts. But she, she was never like off for, for any period of time. And then my son, we, you know, he did school distanced from home the last little bit and he's been back this, yeah, he started on Monday, no, last Monday, I believe. Yeah. Oh, he's back like at school? Yeah. They at, open at schools? School. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so wow. they're all masks. Um, they do Fridays from home, so it's Monday through Thursday, so. Okay. And then we got the wow. a few weeks ago and it's helping us keep, keep sane. Because <laughs> it's like we've got something to focus on that's not this, that, or the right. other. So. Well, that's, but yeah, we, um, I don't think any schools are open out here. I could be wrong, but I know all my siblings who are, you know, still in school, they're all doing online as, you know, other members of my family. So, wow. It's, it's weird how every area is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> as far as, you know, what the, you know, what's open, what's not, what the, what the rules might be. So, well, it sounds like things are going, um, going okay, you know, despite, despite the madness of this whole situation. So. We were supposed to go to Florida yeah, next. Good. That was the biggest heartbreak of, of it all. Cause we we're supposed to go to Walt Disney world for the first time, all of us. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. But the Florida is weird. It's like every everything seems to be open, but it's like they're the worst hit. It's just it doesn't make any sense. But right, Florida, <laughs> does Florida ever make sense? They're doing <laughs> what they want over there. <laughs> just... Yeah, <laughs> not too surprising. <laughs> uh, they'll figure it out someday, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do. They let's figured do... out uh, Disney World. Yeah, it's yeah, it's opened up. Disneyland, who who knows? Well, we'll see that again, but someday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's do bonus questions. I I can't remember if we had these at the time when I had you on the first time, um, but um, the first one is: What does creativity mean to you? Ooh, um, I think for me, creativity means. Um, basically being able to uh, get out of your head or allow yourself to make something without judgment. I think that's what it means to me. Um, yeah, whether it's drawing, painting, writing something without um, editing and criticizing yourself. That's where I feel like I'm in the most creative flow where I'm just giving myself permission to put something out, out there um, without, um, thinking, you know, getting in my head, people thinking it's going to be stupid or it's going to suck or whatever. I'm just making it just to make it because I enjoy it. And that's kind of it. Yeah, that's it. That's, I like it. Um, who is your favorite Muppet and why? I think we did have this one before. <laughs> oh my God. My favorite Muppet. I wasn't a big Muppet person, I'll be honest. I didn't really, I didn't really watch the Muppets. Is that the Cookie Monster one? Is that, or is that Sesame Street? That's Sesame Street, but that's included in the question. Oh. Any Jim Henson, it's, so Yoda. Okay. 
Cookie Monster. What is Kermit the Frog? Kermit the Frog's a Muppet, right? Well, yeah, because he's on Muppets and on Sesame Street. He double qualifies. There we go. Boom. All right. So I just crushed that question. I'm going to go with Kermit. Uh, I think he's very attractive. And um, I think his romance with Miss Piggy is quite adorable. And I, I had a potbelly pig as a pet for a long time. So I feel like the most connected with those two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then in the, in the movie of your life, who would you want to play you? The movie of my life. Who would I want to play me? Um, gosh, that's a good question. Uh, people tell me that I look like Julia Stiles. So I feel like that would be probably the most on the money as far as, you know, my doppelganger. Yeah. And she can dance, which is cool. So maybe we'll throw, you know, we'll just exaggerate um, how, how good I am on the dance floor and um, throw some scenes of her doing some moves in there at some point. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Julia Stiles. Works for me. Yeah, I, I can see it. <laughs> my, my wife's cousin looks a lot like her. It's, it's, it's kind of creepy. Oh, really? Yeah. And I don't think we're getting any more Bourne movies, so she, she couldn't use the, the movie work. Hey, who knows, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. A Delaney Fisher story starring Julia Stiles, I think, I mean, I think she'd be down. <laughs> well, you've limited your social media, but if people want to uh, check you out, where can they they find information about everything? Yeah, uh, you can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. Everything is on there. Um, information about my consulting services, a lot of free tips and tools. Um, if you sign up for my email list as well. And then um, if you are on social media, I'm just on Instagram. So that's at Delaney Fisher. But really my website has all the things that you need. How has it been limiting the social media? Has it been like, a, you know, a breath of fresh air with time and yes. stress? And Yes, absolutely. I, um, I am a big... Uh, I, I'm a big minimalist. I, I enjoy a, a simple kind of minimal approach to everything I do. And so I found that being on different social media platforms was very overwhelming. It was taking a lot of my energy and time and it just wasn't super effective for my goals. So I just kind of picked the one platform that was making the most sense for me at that time that I felt um, I was the most engaged with, and that was the most kind of effective for my business and connecting with people. So I got rid of Twitter and Facebook, and I don't really know if I'm going to stay on social media indefinitely. I, I'm not really, I'm not sure yet. Um, I do feel like my, my goal is to be completely off social media platforms in the next year or so, where I would just have, um, an email list and a blog and a website where people could find me along with being part of the podcast. So I'm definitely somebody who wants to live off the grid as much as possible if I'm able to do that <laughs> and still stay in business. So that's uh, to be determined. Maybe that'll be my next time on the show. I'll talk about how I'm running my business without social media, but for right now, I do have one, one platform that I use. Yeah, that would be a very creative situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No social media, and here, here I am. Yes, yeah. yes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll keep the mic warm for you, so we can have you back on then. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Delaney. It was thank great you. talk to you again. Good seeing you. 
Nice talking to you. Best of luck with everything. And send, send my love to the family. Will do. <laughs> Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Podcast is done, man. <laughs>